Okay, we're live. Good. Great. Yeah. Just how it should be. Always live. Nonstop. Uh, how's it going, Paul? Oh, it's going okay. I've been uh, cat-sitting this week for a friend of ours, so we have another cat around, and I've been spending more time than usual wrangling them to make sure that they're not getting in, uh, he's not getting in fights with my other cats, and, uh, making sure everybody's so like fed three and happy. Now? Yeah, I have three currently to take care of, so it's amazing how much one extra one just, like, adds so much of a workload. It just feels like I'm not sleeping now, basically, because oh, it's whining all the time because he, he wants to go home, probably, uh, and be with his this people. This summer, and, my uh, roommate is bringing my cats are, like, her family's impressed. Mm-hmm. to uh, the apartment. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll have that to to hanging around. Mm-hmm. They've done it before. It usually just hangs out in their room, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not a big deal, but I'll have a cat for a few weeks. Nice. Cool. But yeah, that's pretty much been it for me. What about you? Uh, Nothing. Nothing I can really think of. John's not here, in case you guys are wondering and and uh waiting to delete the episode you i guess you can delete it now mm-hmm. john's not here um I, I he's just he's moving today right today's like the move day today was the move day and yesterday was the last day they had to uh get everything ready that he was home which is why we couldn't yeah, do it yesterday yeah so today is the big move yeah, so day he- and then, and then I also think he's gone for like another week or two, right? Doesn't he like leave shortly? Mm-hmm. I think as much. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of what he's doing. But yeah, I think he has like his. Oh, he's has his like runaway guys stuff going on. I think so. Right. That makes sense. Um, what have I been up to the last week? Uh, I have a Netflix show I want to recommend. Okay. To people. Uh, Tuca and Bertie. I've been watching that too, actually. Do you like it? It's hilarious. Like I love it. It is so, so good. Um, <laughs> the first like, let five me give minutes. Kind of the big was, picture yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, of go. like what it is. Uh, I think it's a mix between the shows Bojack Horseman, uh, Broad City, and Adventure Time. It's very, very much Broad City for sure. And like, I think it was even made by the BoJack people, so that makes sense. It's it's the animation studio from BoJack, so that's kind of the only connection to it there. That also, makes sense. the whole like animal thing. Um, so there has that connection. And then I say Adventure Time um, because everything kind of just like wiggles. It's weird. Or people will just <laughs> randomly scream or just be like like something just super weird for no reason other than just like I don't know. We thought it'd be funny if this happened. Yeah. No. Totally. Like we'll have. The first five minutes um, of the show, then, I was kind of like, what the fuck are we watching? And then as it went on, it's just like, I think it was the birthday cake at the end of the first episode. That I was like, okay, they got me. That's fucking hilarious. Which, what was the birthday cake? The grandma. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's very like Adventure Time. Like, what is even happening here? Yeah, um, it's hard to, like, explain. People should actually just go watch it and see for I yourself. I think what, like, fully got me was when they go, in the first episode, they go into their neighbor's... The plant uh, lady? The, the plant lady's apartment, yeah. and there's turtles everywhere? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I agree. I, I re- it's really funny. So yeah, can't recommend it enough. There's like only like eight or 10 episodes. They're like 20 minutes each super fast watch, but it is, it is so hilarious and like smart. There's some really good jokes there. And then just some like really wacky stuff. That's pretty funny as well. Oh, it's I love super all the, wacky. Like, little, yeah. I love all the, um, like fake like there would be a commercial here like kind of transition like one one two second little transition animations they do oh yeah because all i can think of was like at the studio they must have been like hey why don't you guys just like animate something because we need like 60 of these yeah and we'll just like put them in the season yeah and, and there's some like weird stuff in there too um i'm trying the voice actors are i'm trying to get all Ali, their names but Ali steven Yun, ali wong yeah and um and I can't remember oh, that one girl the, uh, who's been a lot. Tiffany Haddish, and she's yeah. in like a ton of stuff right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess Tessa Thompson is in there for some or something. Where, oh, really? What's Tessa Thompson doing in there? Weird. Uh, well, that's what Google said, but IMDb disagrees, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Steven Yeun's character Speckles, I really it's, like. Yeah, he's really good. He's obviously just like the straight man. Yeah. That has to kind of like deal with everything and also be like a supportive boyfriend. And that one just like quick, mo- like his first moment where he's like holds up a picture of himself. Yeah. And then like does the thing and he's like, I don't know when I look at it, it just makes me happy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so wholesome and yeah. just great. Oh, I cannot recommend it enough. It's so very, very Tuka good. Bertie Absurdist comedy. Netflix. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so there's there's that recommendation. Um, and then this time next week, I will have seen detective Pikachu. So wait, is that out this week? Talk about that. Oh my yeah, God. It's, it's May. It's technically tomorrow. You could go see yeah. it today. Holy crap. <clears throat> that came up fast. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, one other thing before we start, I just want to say, because I know there's a bunch in our community specifically, congratulations to everybody that graduated today or this week. Cause I know a bunch of them. I saw a post and stuff in our community on, Twitter and Instagram and people I know. So, like, congratulations to all of you. It's real cool. Oh, is it graduation week? I guess for colleges, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tutorial's over. Welcome to the hard part of life, I guess. Congrats, everybody. Um, Right, yep. But, yeah. Adult life sucks. Enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. um, Well, then, why don't we just start the show? Mm-hmm. Uh, top down perspective for May 9th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Uh, and this this episode's going to be weird because the call, at least on my end, is terrible. So I'm kind of just doing what I can here. Um, Paul, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? I've been playing a whole bunch of P-Cross S3 because that's on my Switch and I'm able to put it down when I need to attend to the cats. It's pretty much uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time <laughs> right. to sit down and just be like, I'm going to lose myself in a few hours of games. So I've been just picking at and pawing at a few things. That's the one I've been playing across the board, though. I'm almost done with it, which is a shame. I've done all the color puzzles, all the oh, what the hell is it even called? The like clip puzzles that they have in there. So I'm just working on I was the mega. Ask, what's the new twist this time? What is what is a color puzzle? How does that work? Uh, So the color puzzle is that instead of just using, like, X's to, like, X out spaces that are empty, the colors can change. So if you have, like, one green, one uh, brown, and one blue in a row, 
they could actually be all right beside each other rather than like spaces in between them. So it's a little confusing at first to wrap your head around. Okay. Like it'll still be a number, but it'll be like a colored number. Yeah, exactly. So there's just like a whole bunch okay. more looking numbers because they have to put a color barrier around them to like indicate what they are. What I wondered though, is how does that work for colorblind people? That's I don't understand how that would work on some it, of them. And did you look in the options? Is there a colorblind option? No, that'd be interesting. I should look into that. Cause I, I would hope would they like have to, something like that. Yeah. Otherwise that's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but yeah, that's a and it's little animations that play after. So like one of them I think I don't think this is even one of them, but one of them would be like a Santa Claus at the end and then like it's a little animation of Santa going down a chimney or something cute, and I thought that was neat. But Right, like you made a picture of Santa, and then it does a little short video? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I guess the uh, okay, and then- big difference is that there's fewer of them. There's like a lot less of them because they're bigger puzzles in general. Are you talking about the color ones specifically, or these The color ones? ones, yeah. Oh, okay. So the clip... What is a clip puzzle? You mentioned clip. It's, a, it's like a giant mosaic... Uh, for like the panel and then you do parts of the panel all at different times so like they all seem to be alice in wonderland themed or centric somehow and uh you'll do like it's like a big picture that you do little parts of here and there at a time so some of them are like five by five puzzles some of them are like 10 by 15s or like whatever and then when you do all of them the whole like mosaic forms basically so it's just a huge puzzle. Isn't this like what Mega Picross was? How's this sounds familiar? Yeah, it is a thing that Picross games have done in the past, but it's this game still has Mega Picross with the uh like double sides and stuff that you have to do. But so yeah, it's their version of I can't remember what Picross game you're thinking of, but yes, this has been done before. This is their version of it. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously behind on the Picross games. I think the last one I played it might have been Pacross E, whatever the first one on the Switch was. Mm, the first one, yeah. I think that might have been the last one I played a bit of. I don't know, I can't remember, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing, though. What about you? Um, I've been playing a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat 11. I'm trying to think where I was at last time in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And I think I had only done like one fight in the story mode, one or two fights. Okay. Um, so at this point, I have finished the story mode. Really enjoyable. For, like the first, like, I don't know, I was like three chapters in. I was already like, this is hands and feet above Mortal Kombat X's story. Mortal Kombat X's story was kind of just lame and like, hey, everyone's just angry at everyone and they're going to fight. Um uh, 11 has like some mystery going on and, and people switching sides or they're, or they're now on different sides and all the others, all this other stuff. And, and it's just way more interesting, um, way more like character moments and whatnot as well. And the cutscenes are just way longer. They put so much more work into like telling a story as opposed to just how can we get two people to fight, which what kind of seemed what Mortal Kombat X's was like. Um, it also seemed easier. The, the, uh, story mode because I was I played through X's story mode on easy because I just wanted to get through it mm-hmm. and I played through 11's on medium and it kind of just all felt the same but that maybe that's because I played 
you know, X right before 11. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like right in, you know, right into the next one. So maybe I just got better. Sure. Hopefully. Um, I will say that final fight against Kronika, the whole, you know, the whole story is about getting, fighting Kronika, the time wizard or whatever. Okay. Sucks. I hate that fight so much <laughs> yeah. to the point she popped up as, as like the final boss on one of the towers I was doing mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it. So I had to fight her again and she, she has just as many stupid gimmicks. Anytime I have to fight Kronika, I am no longer having a good time with that game. Oh, and that I'll, sucks. And I'll, I'll tell you why I hate Kronika so much. Sure. She, she can like, she can hit you from so many different angles with, with all of her projectile attacks, which is lame for one to try and block them all. Uh-huh. But what's really annoying is first off, you can't use your fatal blow against her for whatever reason. Oh, if you hit the buttons, it just doesn't work. So that that's just, it's just like removed kind of. Oh, and you also can't amplify any of your attacks, which, uh, what that means is any of your kind of special moves. Most of the time, if you hit like the right bumper, right when you finish your special move, you'll do like an amplified version. So for example, um, like subs, like sub zero will shoot his like ice ball and then shoot like a low one right below it or something like that. There's an example. Okay. Those don't work either. Is that what uses your attack bar in the bottom? Yes. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. You can't, so you can amplify your attacks, but they don't work. Okay. So now you get, so basically you no longer have a super meter as well. Also, huh. she has a, she has a ton of health, and every third of her health she takes off, she disappears and she summons a random fighter, and you have to fight them, and they have full health. Although they have like less, they they can get killed really fast. Okay, we have to go through them. Then she'll come back. Then you need to fight another third of her, and then she'll do that one more time with another character who you have to then beat. Then you can fight her last third. You have one health bar. Yeah. Oh, you also can't grab her. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so it literally, both the times I fought her, turned into dash in, uppercut, dash in, uppercut, <clears throat> dash in, uppercut. And then, and just hope I was doing it before she was able to, like, literally throw a T-Rex at me. That, <laughs> that seems really weird that the final boss would, wouldn't be something that allows you to, like, use the skills you've used up until that point. It, it sucks. I mean, I know with some fighting games, like the final fight is usually just like just cheap, a, a dick. Yeah, it's cheap. This is beyond cheap. Like, yeah, holy smokes. And <laughs> and what's a bummer is like I was enjoying that story mode so much. I was enjoying anything, everything going on to it. And then I just finished the story just being like, fucking finally, I'm going to turn this game off. Like, you don't want that. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Oh, no, that's too bad. Um. So, yeah, that's a bummer. But, you know. 99% of that story mode was very enjoyable. Um, definitely gotten a lot better with uh, Sub-Zero. Uh, I enjoyed Jade quite a bit. Noob Cybot seems ridiculously overpowered as well with all of his like teleporting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are kind of like my mains, I guess. Uh, the Crypt cool. is, is pretty cool. Uh, it's like a third person adv- adventure game. Where you're just running around Shang Sun's island, finding, I don't know, key items to then, you know, get through different kinds of obstacles and you just keep going. Here's something um, I forgot to ask John when he was talking about that in the crypt that I'll ask you. Does it have jump scares like the other ones? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Um, 
Because, and I know what you're talking about, because in, um, oh, actually, that's not true. It does, but they're very easy to avoid. Oh, so, okay. like, in in X, like, spiders would attack you or whatever, right? I and think so, yeah. And then you have so, to do, yeah. like, a, but, a button mashy thing to destroy the spider. I think in 9, one, too, there was, like, a zombie that grabbed you or something. I don't think, I actually didn't do the crypt in 9, so I don't know what that was. I didn't even realize that was part of the game back then, which is weird. I just was so into the story mode, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, this one you get, what's his name? Is it Hanzo? Who's like the blind samurai with like the head, the, the headband around his eyes. Isn't it like Kenshi? Kenshi. There you go. You get Kenshi's headband. <clears throat> and when you put it on, you get to see like a, a different dimension or something like that. Okay. And you need that to find what, like you'll come across like a wall that you can't do anything with. But if you put his headband on the wall will actually be breakable and then you can like destroy it to progress through Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, randomly like a ghoul will come and attack you. Okay. If you have that on for like too long, I guess you also can't fight back. So you're just dead. Oh, (laughs) okay. So you can't like Um, leave it on. You have to kind of go on and off with it. (laughs) I, yeah, I guess it's to, to avoid you just leaving it on at all times. Gotcha. Um, it does just respawn you like immediately where you were. So it's not a big deal. Oh, okay. But that's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know. So <clears throat> going through that, that's, that's kind of a, that's a good time. I'm enjoying that. Seeing all the little Easter eggs and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I doing with MK 11? Uh, they have these AI battle things where you can just like watch a fight. You just pick like three fighters to go fight someone else's random three fighters, then you can fast forward through it. And what's weird about these is all the stuff that happens in those fights count towards achievement progression. Mm -hmm. So for example, there's for almost every character there's perform both of their fatalities. You can just set the AI to fight each other. And most of the time, if you win your, your, your team will do their fatality. So you can just get a bunch of achievements that way. Um, and there's like daily bonuses for doing like five a day. So each day I come home and I set up five matches. So I get my daily rewards or whatever it is. Those mm-hmm. are weird. Um, and then it has like the, uh, the towers and whatnot. And those are, those are cool. Uh, unless the final boss is Chronica, then those are not cool. And I'm not going to do them again. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm going to have to watch a fight with that because that last fight sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds bad. Yeah, it is. It is super <laughs> terrible. I, I was shocked how much I hated it. It just sucked. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway that's mortal kombat 11 um the new game i've been playing this week uh because i finished up valhalla is steam world quest okay uh, and this game is just really great yeah it just it's it feels charming. feels just so like well designed and, and tightly polished like the steam world games are are so good yep. and like not enough people talk about them they just kind of fly under the radar as these really well de- developed games yep. that deserve more praise than they're getting. I totally agree. Yep. They've, uh, um, they've earned like, a spot on my list of like, when I see one of those is coming out, I will like drop stuff to play it or try it at this point. Yeah. Cause I, I'd only played a little bit of dig played through all of two and loved it. And now I'm playing quest. Yeah. And I love it. So at this point, anything they announce, basically I want to try out. Yep um because that's just yeah those are some good developers and basic and like on more than one occasion with quest as i was you know playing the first couple hours there would be things like oh it'd be cool if like 
I'm trying to, th- I can't remember the exact examples, but it'd be, like, it'd be cool if I could like equip like weapons, not just cards. Oh, you can, you get weapons and armor and you can buy them at stores. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying these chapters, but they're kind of like, sh- you know, short. I hope there's like big kind of like maze, like dungeons mm-hmm. two chapters later there are, and there's like boss fights, like everything that I'm hoping the game has, they've, they've already like figured it out and it's in there. So I, yeah, I'm enjoying that so much. It's um, so good. Yeah. Yeah, how far did you get into it? I haven't played it since uh, I last talked about it, so chapter two, I think, or whatever. Oh, man, yeah, so you haven't even gotten to, like, a dungeon yet. No. And whatnot, or, yeah. Did you did you even get three characters yet? Uh, no, I haven't gotten the third. Yeah, so I've gotten the fourth. Yeah. Who I'm not, like, super into, because I kind of really enjoy the, the first three you get. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you get, like, different weapons that allow... Did, did, you, did you come across combo attacks? Yeah. You you yeah. like start off with one basic one or you at least you get at the end of the first one, maybe the first chapter. Well, it's whenever you use like three moves from one character. Yeah, it'll do like a combo and you get a fourth. D- different weapons will give you different kinds of attacks. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, too. But you also start getting cards that it's like, well, if this party member used a move before you played this card, it'll do a bonus. So now there's like synergies between which characters you're putting together and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so that's cool. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. The fourth character is, is pretty interesting because I guess they wear different masks and different cards will, like, shift what, like, state or mask they're in. And that does different things to, like, their bonuses and whatnot. Oh, weird. Huh. So it's like, if so it's like, hey, you're going to play this card and it's going to make sh- and by, when when the card's done, you're going to be wearing this mask. But while you're wearing this mask, your critical hits are, like, more accurate. And so you can like combine, you can kind of figure out like an actual rhythm of and flow of when to do it. And I want to use that character, but I just, I don't want to get rid of any of the other three I have at the moment. Yeah. So I need, I need to kind of wait to see more cards that they get. You can craft cards, which is cool. There's just like a lot in there and it seems like there's, there's a lot of game. I'm looking at how long to beat and the story by itself is 13 hours. If you want to just end the like total completionist is over 20 so if you wanted to just, you know, go through everything, there's a lot to do there, which um, I don't know if I'll do all that, but I'm definitely looking forward to just playing a ton of that game. It is very good. The music is good, too. Mm-hmm. I like the music quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, SteamWorld Quest, and I definitely give that two thumbs up. Yeah, I can't and wait that's to play more. Basically, yeah, that's basically all I've been playing. So let's do some news. Yeah, quite a few things uh, to talk about this week. <clears throat> yeah, I'm surprised so much happened um, this close to E3. Yeah. Uh, but we got a bunch. Um, I guess probably like the biggest news. Let's do this one first at the top here mm-hmm. was the Riot Games walkout. Yeah. Uh, this although, was you know, it's not really an Monday. announcement, but it's big news. Yeah. So um, we've talked about this before as it's come up, but Riot has uh, been known to be maybe less than good with uh like some gender politics and female employee stuff and whatnot in their past uh there's been complaints here and there that we've seen from different people uh so finally riot games actually just staged a walkout uh the employees of riot games and on monday they did just that and to send a message to management and whatnot i haven't seen anything about what like this will cause in the company yet, but I do know that this uh, walkout happened and whatnot. And uh, 
They're, well, I mean, it's got to be way too soon for yeah. any kind of changes on a on a large scale to happen yet. Um, you have linked here this PC games, PC games N. I don't know what this site is. Uh, article. I was following the Kotaku one. They, they had people like on the scene mm-hmm. and whatnot as reporting as it was going down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it sounded like a few hundred people uh, walked out in total, somewhere between 100 to 200 people. Yeah. Um, for just, yeah, yeah, weird, just people being upset with riot. There's over the years, there's, you know, been allegations of, you know, people in management, not, um, following, I forget what the actual like state law they were breaking that everyone was doing at some Cal, the California equal pay act, Mm. which was things like women not getting, uh, promotions, because they're women and, and, and stuff surrounding that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people walking up for that face. One thing, one thing I thought was pretty interesting is that riot posted a, uh, like a pub, like a press release, I guess some, some kind of statement basically saying that they encourage people to participate if they want to, and that no negative repercussions. Yeah. Will Mm -hmm. be tolerated for people that, you know, want to speak their mind as such. Which I guess that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I as as someone who works for a big company, that would be terrifying. I would I could not believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that comment is very much a damage control comment. Obviously, first and foremost. Um, and maybe there won't be any repercussions legally or but how officially. How do you like, really know? You know but, what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly like, nothing, right. N- everything seems hunky dory, but until you have like a one on one with your manager, and in the back of their head, they're like, "Oh wait, this was the guy that was part of the walkout." Like you yeah. never know. Like that's, totally, that would be so terrifying. Yep i i don't I don't know if I could do it as much as this is obviously for a good cause, but like. That, I mean, that's putting your job on the line, obviously. Oh, totally. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully Riot is is honest with them saying they will not tolerate any kind of pushback from any kind of managers. They said they were working with managers to, like, try not to have meetings during this time because it was a timed thing. Um, so they wanted it to happen. Yeah. But <clears throat> who knows? Uh uh, so, you know, we've got people in the chat saying, you know, you know, have your hissy fit. Nothing will change. Hopefully not. Uh, it's, it'd be interesting to see if anything comes of this, if anything, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as it's easy to say, like, why don't you just work somewhere else? Like, hey, sometimes a job is a job and you should you should kind of be happy to to even be employed, you know, depending on the scenario. Um. But, you know, the worst the worst thing in the in this uh, case, and I'm sure the like management knows that is like that in the games industry, everyone is easily replaceable. Like there's always like a thousand bright eyed, bushy tailed 21 year olds coming out of college wanting to work at their favorite game company. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, if you have a problem, leave. We'll just replace you with someone that we can pay even less because they haven't been here as long. Mm hmm. And then nothing ever happens to fix it. So who knows? But um, yeah, I, I guess it's a step in the right direction. At least we'll have to continue following the story. I mean, the other side of it is 
let's just do nothing at all and take shit the rest of our lives, which like at least they're trying something. No, right. And and I mean, that's my point is like, yeah. it, it's like, hey, if I'm not going to stand for this, I quit. And then, and then the management's like, OK, yeah, I will replace you with this cheaper person who's willing to like kill themselves because they just need a job. You know what I mean? Like they're going to work overtime, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this obviously ties into the, should the game industry unionize and all that stuff that everyone keeps talking about lately. Yeah. Uh, so this other one jobs are weird, man. Yeah. This next one is interesting. Um, because this is something people were afraid of for a long time. That's starting to happen. But, uh, the U S has put, uh, a bill has been put forward in the United States to ban loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions. And, uh, it's be getting recognition from both Republicans and Democrats. So it seems like video games are starting to, they're going to be, a government looked at thing from now on the ESA is fighting against this, obviously as the entertainment lobby group that is against the idea of these sorts of things, but a Senator named Josh, uh, Holly. Yeah. Holly introduced a bill that is going to, uh, would put a ban on loot boxes and microtransactions in games played by minors as he quotes. So this bill is called the protecting children from abusive games act. And uh, it seems like the thing that people have been warning, like pundits in the gaming press and industry in general, have been warning that could happen and has been happening in other countries. Like, I think the big one recently was Denmark, I think, where they passed this legislation. So, yeah, video games are being looked at now by the U.S. government, and we're going to see... We don't have any information about, like, what's happening yet. This is simply just the start where the bill has been proposed. And it sounds like this is one of the few things that Republicans and Democrats have actually reached some agreements on, (laughs) which is kind of funny in its own way. Um, Yeah. Right, it's also um, specifically pay-to-win microtransactions. Yeah. Because, I mean... DLC cosmetic could be a yeah, microtransaction, yeah, right? Exactly. <clears throat> um I'm gonna read a couple of these like quotes here. When a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. And when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly <laughs> exploit children should face legal consequences. Yep. I I almost want to say like that. They are walled off from microtransactions. You have to input a credit card and go through the process of saying yes. Are you sure? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how, if you're like playing like your dad's game or whatever. I don't know how you make it harder without putting like an age gate thing that a kid can obviously spook. Yeah. Or uh, spoof, I should say. I'm wondering about that, too. How they're going to um, enforce this. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, this this seems to come up often. And and the ESA always like like you mentioned is tr- always tries to step in to say like no we can take care of this ourselves we don't want the government to be regulating video games yeah uh so yeah who knows we'll, well I guess we'll see yeah there's a number of different countries um that have determined loot boxes do not constitute gambling mm-hmm. I'm just reading more of these quotes and whatnot sure. 
Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot to talk about on the bill itself yet because they're working on it. But this is kind of the first step. Um, I don't think it's going to pass. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm not really sure myself. The reason why I would say it might is because this is a huge revenue stream that the government doesn't have any claws into yet. Though it seems like something that they would want to somehow regulate in their best interests. But we'll see. We'll have to see. It does yep. depend. Yep. I Who was it? It was uh, Tenmar in the chat said it depends how the legislation's written also. Uh, this is dependent on a whole bunch of different factors, but the gears have started grinding and uh, we're going to see how this plays out, I guess. Got someone in the chat saying, how do you figure out the person playing as a kid? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're playing like a well, so there's the wall off between games designed for kids, which I guess would be anything under M. Sure. Yep. Is you can't have a loot box in those. Right. But then there is the line of if the kid's playing, I guess, an M rated game and up, it should there should be a wall. And yeah, at that point, I don't understand how you. Yeah, can figure that out. I know there are like parental control things on the consoles so maybe they get even further granular where you say yes my 15 year old daughter can play m-rated games but cannot have access to you know anything regarding the word billing sure and then does every developer need to then implement or to you know implement that in right to connect into like a system level i I don't know and then they have to start wondering if they can implement that in is it worth the money they'll make from the microtransactions to begin with enough to justify the extra time and commitment to making those systems available and easy to use or blah, blah, blah. In which case is it just better to not have them at all? The microtransactions and loot boxes. Like there's a lot of things to consider if this goes through on the developer end for sure. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm I'm trying to wonder like what the, kind of ranges from like who who's buying the bulk of the microtransactions is it actually kids that are just absent-mindedly saying oh yeah bill it i don't know what any of this means but i know that my number gets higher if i hit the 99 cent button over and over again or is it people that do understand this and have the money and they're buying it i know like whales are a whole thing that that's where you get the majority from yeah so like Maybe they're actually not losing that much money by blocking off the kids because that's only a very small bit of their revenue anyway. Right. Yeah, no, I think I I think I agree with you. I think because many people have come out and said what you're doing with these microtransactions and loot boxes is targeting the whales, really, because for like the thousand people that don't spend a cent in it, which would be all the kids because they don't have money. You'll have the one dude who works in oil and gas company that makes like so much money that he doesn't mind spending a thousand dollars on an app. Right. Like you go for those people. And uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I would love to find a breakdown of demographics on like the age is or like age ranges of people that spend money on games. That'd be great to know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they every developer has 
that information in some way just from you know every time you start up a new game or a new app and it's like hey do you want to share your feedback so that we can make this thing better yeah and then so i'm sure they have you know that market research and whatnot there's there are jobs dedicated to this exact thing totally yep obviously um so yeah who, who really knows uh guess we'll see what happens like i said i don't i can't see the bill passing because i just don't know if it's that big a deal i even i i mostly feel like when people complain about the microtransactions and the pay to win models they're just kind of annoyed at like kind of like an unfair advantage or just like a lack of actual competition or it just popping up in your face they don't actually care if if it's easy enough to ignore like I, I'm fine with it being in there. It's easy enough to ignore for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's what's annoying is like the timers and stuff. And it's like well, I just don't like how you then designed this game to point towards purchasing. Like that's a that's a, a different thing. And I guess that would probably prey more on the kids because they have less attention span, so they would want to speed that up. Less, you know, like willpower to just ignore it or close the app. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of things going on here. Uh, all right. Uh, news from today. Uh, this kind of got leaked a little earlier in the week, and then we had a live stream today from Ubisoft announcing the next Ghost Recon game. Yeah, Ghost Recon <clears throat> Breakpoint, which looks like yeah, it, and it stars John uh, Bernthal as Bernthal of the Punisher fame, Punisher or, and Walking Dead, and uh, early Walking Dead seasons. Yep. Um, that movie Fury. Yep. With about a tank or something like that. I don't know. I never saw that one actually, but yeah, I, d- I haven't seen it. Either. Oh, okay. Uh, I have seen Punisher season one and daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. And I guess the walking dead season one and two. Sure. Um, interestingly, uh, Burnfall is also currently starring in the new wildlands DLC. This is the same character. So the idea is that he's a ghost that goes rogue and is now the bad guy in this game. Okay, so they're in the same universe. They're, they're in the same world. This, this is supposed to be, I think, picking up where Wildlands ends off because he is in a DLC for Wildlands called Operation something or other. I can't remember what it is, but it came out like a week ago. Operation Punisher. Operation Punisher, yeah. It came out last week on yeah. the 2nd, actually. Yeah. And it's a free update I haven't gotten to take a look at yet. And I think the reason why they leaked or not leaked this necessarily, but like releases now is because that update probably does some storyline thing where he like falls from grace or like loses his mind or something. Right. There's probably some arc in there which acts as like a prologue to Breakpoint. Breakpoint comes out this October, I believe. Uh, that sounds correct. Something like that. Um, did you watch the live stream at all? Did you watch any of the trailers? Uh, I watched the trailer. I didn't watch the live stream. Okay. I had kind of had the live stream on in the background, so I was looking at it every now and then. Okay. I haven't played, I played very little Wildlands. Okay. Does it play like Wildlands? Is this basically Wildlands 2? I couldn't really link it to any ubisoft shooters that i'm playing lately which i should say is far cry or the division it did not look like it plays like those this looks like it's probably gonna be that people have been stating that uh breakpoint wait looks- that being wildlands you mean wildlands yeah 
okay. people are stating that Breakpoint seems like it might have some like survival elements in it as well, which I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess. Is uh wait, is Wildlands a Ghost Recon as well? Is that Ghost Recon Wildlands as yeah. a full title, yep. or is it just Wildlands? Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I played our Ghost Recon game. Wildlands is very good. I really like that game, so I'm excited for this. I'm trying to find yeah, that uh, one heavy co-op. This one they definitely f- focused on lots of co-op. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just don't really have any kind of attachment or anchor point. Sure. Uh, t- to talk much about it. Uh, Wildlands was free to play like a week ago too. Now it all makes sense why they were pushing it so much, but. I had no idea. They did like a free weekend. Yeah. 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 And that, that's how I ended up playing it like a year or two ago. They did another free weekend. I did like a mission. Yeah. But I can, I can barely remember my time with Wildlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't find the name of the uh, thing, but yeah, there, if you have Wildlands, there is a free update that you can try with uh, this character. I believe his character's name is Walker. That sounds like a military guy. Yeah, totally. For sure. Sounds like a dude that would wear dog tags. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess you're interested since you like wildlife. I do. Yeah, I'm very interested in this for sure. All right. Would you say Ubisoft is your favorite developer? Because you seem to play every single one of their games. No. Capcom's easily my favorite developer. But you don't play every Capcom game. I do. What game haven't I besides Street Fighter Five? I, I, I was going to say Street Fighter Five. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just assumed you, I, you obviously had missed some, but because I because I was I was talking to my friend too. Like Ubisoft just puts out like a lot of games, and they're all like pretty high quality. Yeah, yeah, no, they're very very good for sure. But it just seems like a like a boring answer to say Ubisoft is your favorite developer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was less impressed with their latest Far Cry than I have ever been with Far Cry. So they fail from grace for me a little bit, and Capcom has been doing remakes and stuff. But you're playing a shit ton of Division 2. Yeah, well, it's an MMO, so got to get that grind on. Right. Uh, All right, moving on. to another live stream that happened today was the PlayStation State of Play. I believe this is the second one they've done now. This one I did watch because it's like 10 minutes long. So Yeah, it was like it was like 15 minutes. Pretty short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you wrote down each thing they talked about, so that's great. Uh, they started off with a new expansion to Monster Hunter World. Oh, I'm so excited. Iceborne. Yeah, they actually finally showed some stuff from it because this has been announced for a while. But, um, Oh my god, it looks so cool. They finally have a cold area. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Frost something, because of course it is. Horfrost. Is it Iceborne? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Horfrost Breach, apparently. Uh, they showed a bunch of new monsters. It's Horfrost Breach? Yeah, Reach. That sounds like a that sounds like a Battleborn clone. <laughs> a failed Battleborn clone. It kind of does. A clone. <laughs> Which itself was a failed clone. Horfrost breach is just three words that don't make an actual sentence that they just they thought were like three buzzwords. I mean, Horfrost is one word, though. <laughs> well, that just that doesn't make any sense. Horfrost is a word, though. It's a deposit of frozen water vapor. Horror frost like H-O-R-R-O-R? No, H-O-A-R-F-R-O-S-T. Horfrost. 
Okay, I've just I've never heard of this word. Then okay, I thought you were saying horror frost. No, 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 that's no, why no. I was no. like, this sounds. This is just a, this is stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, they showed a couple new monsters and a new uh, elder dragon, which is cool. They showed the return of the Nargakuga, which is dope because people were expecting that was probably going to happen. And uh, they showed the new clutch claw that's coming, where you can sling a claw onto a monster to like pull yourself to it and like fuck it up somehow that's real dope i don't know it seems like it's really cool and i am super super excited i need to see their uh they did an official like stream after that i haven't seen yet so i'm gonna watch that probably later but uh i'm super stoked i'm totally in yeah made me want to finally start my game pass copy of monster hunter world yeah I don't think you'll get far in it, frankly. I don't. Uh, we'll see. I, if if I'm not going to, it's probably more going to be that I have a thousand other games to play. Yeah. But hey, I hear they're about to stop coming out with games any day now. And then my backlog is I'm ready. Yeah, They're going to stop um, any day now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what I, that's the rumor. Uh, that's September 6th, by the way. Yeah. They then showed a new game coming this summer called River Bond. Um, which made me think of that. Yeah. I think it was level five what was that I, pixel I, that weird i was hoping you would know because i couldn't find the name for it <laughs> hold on um it's like it's kind of i mean most people would be like it looks like minecraft because it's like volume it's like voxels yeah looking yeah but what is that isn't it like 3d pixel here 3d heroes or yeah 3D it's pixel something heroes, like this like that? yep it was like a weird like pixely zelda voxely zelda i should say i should stop saying pixely because it's it's polygonal and i'm pretty sure it's by level five so if you look up level five's gameography or whatever. Yeah. I remember that game from a long time ago too. That was one of the first games I was like, I remember seeing just being like, Oh, that looks so cool on the new hardware. But, uh, Oh my God. Maybe somebody in chat can help out too. Cause I can't see it in there thing here either i could be mistaken maybe it's not uh level five um uh, okay I'm I, found I found it i found it i found it okay it's, it's level <laughs> holy five. shit it's from software <laughs> which is hilarious oh, okay it's 3d dot game heroes that's what it is yeah so it looks it looked a bit like that that's what i kind of thought of but i could yeah, totally remember the name totally i'm totally with you i couldn't remember the name either and i found like we figured it out, so mystery solved. This looks cute, though, Riverbond. I like the style of it quite a bit. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of interested. Mm -hmm. This next one's weird. Predator Hunting Grounds. By Ilfonic. Which I guess is an, of it's an official Predator game? Yeah, it's made by the same people that did the Friday the 13th, the game. And it's going to be the same basic idea. It's a asymmetrical multiplayer thing where you're going to play... So... In Friday the 13th, the game, one player plays Jason, who's very hard to take down and near almost impossible. And the survive the bunch of people play survivors trying to work together to get away or to take him down or whatever to win. Basically, this is, sounds like it's going to be the what same that thing. Turtle Rock game. That's basically this. Mm. With the monster. Oh, uh, evolve. Evolve. Yeah. Same basic idea. The predator will be played by one dude who is hard to find, take down, and kill. 
and everybody else will be like army dudes with guns essentially right right um so yeah it is official they have the 20 20th century fox logo at the end yeah it's not the predator logo though it's a, it's like a different logo which that's what's confusing me is like why didn't why don't they get like the movie logo was it not oh i didn't actually notice no it's like it's like it's, it's a new logo right maybe we're gonna see here predator hunting grounds with- it's like with like these like stripes kind of in it. That's the old logo. That's the first Predator logo. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is the one they're using is the old logo. OK, I guess I'm just not familiar with that one compared to the latest God. Predator logos. I didn't actually know there was even a difference. I haven't seen the new Predator stuff. Weird. I could be mistaken. Interesting. Anyways, yeah, no, I um. I don't know, man. <laughs> like Friday the 13th, the game was okay, but it was overpriced for what it was and uh, got stale fast for me. So this is probably going to be the same. Uh, I guess that's coming 2020. Yep. Next year sometime. They then moved into the medieval remake. Yep. So they just showed some more footage. Looks fine. Yeah. They have a story trailer of that. Yep. October 25th. Uh, it then showed a new a, game from Sony, some some in-house Sony studio called Away, the survival series in which you play a flying squirrel. Yeah, it looks cute. I thought it looked real neat, actually. Yeah, I don't know. It made me think of um, first. It made me think of Tokyo Jungle. Yeah. And I was like, hey, is this Tokyo Jungle 2? And of course not. Right. It then made me think of that new Ancestors game from... Oh, who's like the Ubisoft guy, Patrice, that like broke off and did his own thing. Do you know what game I'm talking about where you like no. play like a monkey as it like evolves? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell it's was that called? Ancest- it's, it's like Ancestors or something like that. An- it's called Ancestors, the H- Humankind Odyssey. Oh, yeah. By Panache Digital Games. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? Uh, Panache Digital Games does not have a Wikipedia page. Uh, former Assassin's Creed lead. Patrice Desilet. That's who I was thinking of. Yep. It made me think of that just from like you're, you're kind of playing an animal. Yeah. Um, although I'm assuming in Ancestors you evolve into a human at some point. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Uh, anyway, yeah. So you're, this was like a flying squirrel that was just kind of like hiding in the grass and moving around trying to not get involved with other animals and then it like obviously soared around at one point um who knows if you get to play different animals or you're always the flying squirrel i don't know there's i don't know what to really pull from that trailer yeah i don't know either i also got some weird do you remember the game deadly creatures on the wii Got like a oh, actually yes, and I did think about deadly creatures when the spider showed up at the yeah, end. Yeah, I got a weird vibe from that too. It's just like this is. Just, I remember seeing like this right. scene <laughs> or something. But deadly creatures is a is a game where you play a series of deadly creatures yeah. that are like underground while a murder mystery is taking place above ground. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, there's an actual yeah. story going on. 
I'm assuming this has nothing to do with a human murder mystery. Yeah, I, um, I assume like the Deadly same. Creatures is. I haven't played through Deadly Creatures, but I probably should because that sounds bananas. I actually got it from uh, Amazon like a while ago. I started playing it and I wanted to throw up because <clears throat> playing as a spider going upside down and through the walls with motion controls made me physically ill. I was just thinking, yeah, <laughs> motion controls. Um, put that on Switch. So I can play it, because yep. there's no way I'm hooking up my Wii. Yeah. Who made Deadly Creatures? Rainbow Studios. What have they done since then? Probably file for bankruptcy, if I were to assume. They... It looks like... I think they were, like, a acquired by THQ Nordic? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Rain, developed by Rainbow Studios. It was published by THQ. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I think they're just a. I think yeah, I think they're a subsidiary of THQ Nordic. I guess they're in Phoenix. Oh, uh, but I cannot find a list of their specific games. Let me look up Rainbow Studios by itself. Okay, so they do have a website. Uh, I just got to make sure this is the Deadly Creatures people. Yeah. All right, THQ Nordic. Yes. Where are your games? What you, I think they've done some motocross games. Oh. I could see that. I will say Deadly Creatures was kind of ambitious of an idea. It had that going for it. Okay, here we go. Now I got a tour of their site. Mm-hmm. They've done MX versus ATV All Out. Oh, okay. You know, that game. There's a series, well I think, as MX versus ATV Supercross Encore. Yeah, 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 okay. And then just MX versus ATV Supercross. Mm-hmm. MX versus ATV Alive. Reflex MX versus ATV. MX versus ATV Untamed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it just keeps going. I played one of In those fact, ones. It, it, these are on a year. ATV Off-Road Fury for the PS2. I played that. I own that game. Yeah, I played that one too, actually. It was fun. This is like, I think that's the only one I've actually done. Motocross Madness. Um, I'm going through their, like, year, and they just skip over Deadly Creatures. Oh, that's not cool. Which I really wish if it it would have gone from ATV game to Deadly Creatures to another ATV game. Yeah. But I don't think there's any... Any information about Deadly Creatures on their website? What a bummer. All right. And then I guess like the showstopper, what they ended off with. Yeah. Um, and didn't even like make any like big spectacle. But it's just like, and here now we're checking in on a long awaited game. A trailer for Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. Where did that come from? Holy smokes. Yeah. More uh more info I literally in June. said like wow out loud. Yeah. Out loud. Lied. Weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, hear more about it June, yeah. so you know, during E3 we're assuming obviously. Yeah. Um but they showed some gameplay. Yep. Um they showed some voice acting. Yep. Uh Aerith is there, Cloud's there. Remember that guy? Yep. Sephiroth is there. Sephiroth everyone's there. Everybody's here. Yeah. Um, the combat looked more actiony yep. than a turn-based RPG. Yep. 
So I was hearing maybe some people are thinking, are they using the Final Fantasy 15 combat? I'm assuming probably. We'll see. Um, which will be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the right call is there. Who knows? But um, it, it looks good. I'm just surprised like that it's alive. Yeah. I can't remember the last time we saw anything about that. I think. Or heard anyone mention that. The last time I remember anything being said about that was the producer saying, don't expect any more information until like 2025. So like obviously yeah. they were probably working behind the scenes on it, but <laughs> they just wanted people to stop. Right. I guess maybe because Kingdom Hearts 3 finally shipped. Maybe. They can like give some people back over there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was always the plan to put this trailer in the state of play or if they heard all the backlash from their first one were like this is super boring and they were like yo we need to show something that people care about yeah because like the rest of the games on this list i mean i think it says something if monster hunter world is your biggest game Mm -hmm. um like they just don't have a lot going for them right now so maybe they were like you got to show like literally anything Mm -hmm. we got to get people talking um and and this is the game that would do it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I actually thought it was going to be Death Stranding when uh, when they first mentioned it. Mm. Oh yeah, I never even. Yeah, I forgot that game existed. <laughs> that was that was my guess. I was like, oh, are we going to get more Death Stranding? I guess it's been a while, but nope. Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, what a surprise. Yeah. So yeah, E3. We'll get to hear more. Yeah. Um, all right, I got some smaller stuff. They announced a John Wick game for PC and console. Normally, I wouldn't really talk about like a movie tie-in game, but what makes this one interesting is that Mike Bithel is working on it. Weird. So Bithel Games is a, is one of the main developers. Uh, Mike Bithel being, you know, Thomas was alone. Uh, Quarantine Circular, which I talked about just most recently. Uh, he also did Volume. And the other f- fact is that this game. It looks like Invisible Ink. It does, yes. Um, which that seems like a great fit for a John Wick game, as opposed to just like a I don't know a character or action game, or, or heaven forbid, like a first person shooter would just be super bland and boring. This they even talk about you know combat is chess like, mm-hmm. and yeah, tactics games are chess like. Invisible Ink is chess like. Yeah. So that's kind of the vibe I was getting right there was totally invisible ink. So now I'm actually interested. Yeah. Because before I probably would not have been. It looks good. Uh, and that's called John Wick Hex. Uh, EA Access also made an announcement that it is coming to PS4 this July. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know, EA Access is a mm-hmm. subscription service that is on the PC and on the Xbox One. Um, where you basically get access to EA's games. Um, they have like a vault of their games that they eventually put kind of everything into. You also get access to games early. Um, I know on the PC, you have it on PC, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> it so that I could get access to Anthem. Right. And then once I did, I canceled it. Yeah. Um, but I know on Xbox, it's like five bucks a month. And this is going to be the same price. Uh, I was hoping... It wouldn't it have been cool if you got it one spot in one spot, you get it everywhere. Yeah, it would be cool. Because, I mean, EA doesn't care what console you're playing their game on. Yeah, no, exactly. But I guess if you can. And it, but I and I'm assuming they're. I doubt anyone's buying this twice. 
Like, who has this on multiple platforms? Yeah, nobody. There's no way. Nobody, right? So at that point, they should be just like, offer a value add here. You can have it on all three or whatever. Especially since in the EA, like, account settings, you can, like, attach all of your accounts. Like, my... Right, it's a separate account that would that obviously could transition between the three. But you can seamlessly. link them because, like, my EA account, when you go into like the details, it knows my PlayStation ID and my Xbox ID from like Dragon Age days and Mass Effect and stuff. Like, they know who I am. Right. So, like, just give it to me on everything. Why not? But yeah. But obviously, they would rather you totally buy it twice but i just cannot i don't know what the scenario is who buys it twice that's like i cannot think of a consumer that would do that's that. like saying i have netflix on my phone but i want to watch it on my computer yep. so i need to get yep. a computer subscription for it exactly and i mean i guess i'm pretty sure like hulu or netflix i mean i, I know for sure with hulu um but there are like low tier plans where it's like oh you can only have two going at once right but that's because they allow you to use it on multiple platforms. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, EA could just do that. Like, oh, oh you know, you're you're playing Burnout Paradise right now on your Xbox. So we can't allow you to play it on your PlayStation at the same time. Unless it's like, you get the family fine. plan. I only have two hands. Yeah. Unless you get like the like, family plan that it. gives you like four screens or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's coming. Like, yeah. Because the movies and TV is there already and games are slowly catching up. So I'm sure that's coming, sure. especially with all like the streaming stuff where that's the whole point. Yep. Like, I think it'll just happen. Yep. I agree. Wait, we'll watch next consoles. I bet it's coming. Yep. Um, But anyways, what was kind of funny is when this uh, was announced, the uh, it coming to PlayStation, a lot of I was saying a lot of tweets quoting what um basically what PlayStation basically said when EA access was announced and PlayStation was basically like, we don't think uh, having consumers buy, spend an extra $5 on EA specific games is a good value proposition. So we're just not going to let it happen over here. Um, and I guess now they do think it's a value proposition, but that's just pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Good, good job. PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Dead cells is coming to mobile. Yeah, this is weird. Which is insane to me. Yeah. I cannot imagine playing that game on mobile. That game is hard enough with a controller. Yep. Even if it wasn't too hard, there's a lot of buttons involved. There's a lot of split-second timing. Yeah. I'm... And, like, split-second timing is not where the phone, <laughs> from, like, a input standpoint, like, ex- ex- excels. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I'm looking at the act- the trailer for it now to see if it shows any thing. It doesn't seem to show any specifics on. It shows the controls, and it's and it's just controls are on the screen. You have like your four. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, your four. Um, sorry, it has your like your four abilities up above for your right thumb, and then it has a fake analog stick for your left thumb. Uh, that UI I guess, is I mean, terrible. It, it would, I really don't like that. They wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think it would work, obviously. I guess Um, so. But that just, that game, that is such a fast-paced game. That would be like putting Meat Boy on the phone. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Who knows? I'm just kind of surprised. I would have to think they tuned it to be a little slower 
to like account for that. I can't see it being the exact same reaction time needed because you're right. There's no way <laughs> some of those things. I just I feel like if they do slow it down, though, like there are going to be people that are like, what is this? But I guess those people can just go play the other version. Yeah. Like theoretically, this is for people who don't already have it. Yeah. And if you wanted it portable, play it on the switch. But maybe you don't have a switch. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see either. It is such a head scratcher. This is such a weird thing that's happening. Yeah, it is weird. Huh? Um, speaking of mobile stuff, Devil May Cry, the original one, is coming to the Switch. Sure. Why not? That makes sense. Which, sure. Um, where's three? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. It's my favorite one. That's Yeah, I think that's probably most people's favorite one. It's very good. Special edition, of course, because I'm bad at those. Because <laughs> that first one was r- ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And then I, I have down here, someone sent in, Pornhub wants to buy Tumblr so that they can put the porn back on it. That's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> um, if, you don't, if, you don't, if you remember recently, or I don't even know, when was this, last year sometime? Was it earlier this year? I feel this like it was so last long. year. Um, Pornhub, no, not Pornhub. Tumblr said no more adult content allowed. Yeah. And, and Pornhub wants to fix that. And I think this is just another good example of Pornhub stepping up and doing the right thing. Agreed. And I think it's very funny that Pornhub keeps doing these like somewhat charitable <laughs> uh, propositions. It is always funny when Pornhub like helps to support a cause. And that it's just funny. I, th- I think that's funny and great. Yeah, it's really <laughs> good, good for them. Sponsoring esports teams. That's always a good time. Yeah. I mean, if they have the money to do it, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, no, good for them. All right, that's it for news. Let's do some questions. Okay. Uh, people want to send in questions. It is topdemperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group. It is not one, so don't even try that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't. In fact, don't, don't even look at me, Facebook. Um, the Discord channel and John's P.O. Box. Uh, this first one comes in from Suku Suku. I haven't read any of these. Oh, we have a Pornhub question. Okay. Uh, what game that isn't on the Switch would you like to see on the Switch? I feel like you could just say everything. Like, yeah. why not put everything on the Switch and then I'll buy what it's I want? It's kind of but- my answer. Um, damn, I was going to say Devil May Cry too. Shucks. <laughs> but now it's coming. There you go. Uh, yep. Yeah. I guess, like, I'm trying to think of some indie games that I really, really want to. I actually revisit. have a really good one that I that really should be on the Switch. The Danganronpa series. Oh, I actually have I one, too. I would love to play those on the Switch. Pokemon Snap should be on the Switch. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What if you could only play with motion controls, though? Yep. That's how I want to. I want to use the Switch like a camera. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I want the option, obviously, and hopefully they would allow... And I'm sure they would, because... Uh, they allowed to do the option in in Zelda, mm-hmm. but that yeah, that would be weird if they if it was only gyro controls or whatever. Oh, obviously heavy rain, and like any David Cage games with heavy rain, any David Cage games where you have to do weird button combinations and moving the joysticks to. Do oh man, things. that'd be so weird. That'd be so weird. <laughs> heavy rain on the Switch. Obviously, um, I'm trying to think, Risk of Rain two. 
I would, that would be nice on the Switch. Yep, that'd be good. I agree. Uh, Apex Legends. <laughs> let me just list off games I like. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, let me look at my game of the year list so far. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Overwatch should be on the on the Switch. It's weird that it's not. Yeah, because Paladins is on the Switch. Which is the clone. And it's been there for a while. Yeah. It's also, it's you know what? Now that I'm just on, I, I have the soapbox. I might as well use uh-huh. it. Why doesn't Overwatch have cross play yet? What is going on? <laughs> That's actually insane at this point. Yeah. Um, Rompa I've wanted on the Switch for a long time. So it's like my big one. Mm-hmm. Just, and I know I could play it on my Vita, but like, I'm not getting my Vita out. Mm-hmm. It's 2019. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Uh, VGC Kenny says, in light of Pornhub's slow rise to power, what with having the money to buy a fair amount of things, I have a question. If a porn-heavy game came out, but it was one of the best games you've ever played, would you tell people to buy it and say that you like it? I absolutely would. I have no... I have no problem with sex and body stuff at all. I mean, if there was a kid I was telling this, I might be like, keep in mind, this is an M-rated game. Maybe your parents should be a part of this, but I will tell you it's a good game. Like, I'm not going to hide the game. Right, yeah, I'm not ashamed to be a human being. <laughs> like, it's I'm probably fine. not going to show the kid the game for the same reason I would not show a kid a porn that's they need to find that they need to go through their own rite of passage. Mm-hmm. They need to sneak onto the Internet or into the woods. Yeah. And they need to find porn by themselves first. Yeah. They need to look. They need to know how hard it is to be a kid first. I'm not going to give, you them give a man a fish. He eats for a day. Yeah. You teach a man to fish. He eats for life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly how I feel about porn, too. Um, that being said, the big caveat here is a porn heavy game. That was one of the best games you've ever played that there's no, that's so unlikely to happen. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But Like, yeah, but for that exact reason, I'm that's that might be why I would tell totally like, no, you, you need to like sit down and look at this. It's incredible. I still like, it'd be like this, like a weird scenario of like when deadly premonition came out, like, no, you don't understand. It's the best worst game of all time. Yeah. I still think Honey Pop is one of the best visual novels ever made. And I'm not ashamed of that at all. It's great. That's a great game. Also, hilarious and how unabashedly terrible it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Sir Chasm writes, uh, related, Paul, any interest in Honey Pop 2 later this year? They kind of lost me at the Honey Camp Studio game. I thought that was garbage, so I'm cautiously optimistic, I'll say. But man, that was a bad game. Holy shit. Um, Haze AC says, if you were characters in the new Mortal Kombat, what would be your three fighting cells and customizable items? Uh, I... I guess this is more of a question for me because I, I I know what these mean, but I don't know enough about what they mean because I haven't customized any characters. Um, so I can't really tell you like what the good customizable items are. I would have a customizable hat. I would have a customizable beard. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's what they mean. Okay, yeah, because there are the um, 
the the visual stuff because mm-hmm. there's also like consumables and stuff like this but then i also understand there's you can like customize like how much like d- damage you want to increase or decrease on certain things and obviously increasing stuff will decrease others like you can get kind of custom with a lot of stuff and i haven't done any of that because for whatever reason i can't figure out the customization menu it's weirdly obtuse um but yeah like for johnny cage you can customize his like sunglasses and scorpion you can customize his like spear Mm -hmm. uh like the tip of his spear i should say specifically because it's more of a chain What would I do? And my hoodie. I think I would definitely have like the ninja style face mask. Okay. And you could customize that with different stuff. Like one of them, there'd be like teeth. Okay. I mean, I kind of have Uh, those. I have those like weird face socks that have like designs on them for when it's cold. Or like, you know, we, yeah, like bikers when they have like a a bandana. Yeah. And it's like a skull. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, Hell yeah, brother. How about Yoshimitsu style? I have a, just a big flag coming out of my back, and you get to customize that. To either America or Canada, depending where you are at the time? No, maybe to just something crazy like a like a devil. Oh. Or like a like a or like a sexy lady. Or like maybe just like green flames. Oh man. You know, like cool guy stuff. Yeah. What about all three? A, all three at once yeah a, that's kind of like your family crest yeah exactly I've seen it. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly right the flex uh what about fighting styles though God, i don't even really know what this means i would have a what's a drunken master fighting style very sway right yeah i i can't but you don't you don't know what this means in mortal Kombat terms either i guess because no. i don't yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know enough about fighting. I go to I I play the games for the story. Yeah, of I, course. I read this magazine for the articles. Um, yeah, I can tell you I like it with Sub Zero freezes people. So can I have that? Sure. I want that fight. You can style. have the freezing fighting style. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. Now that we've adequately answered that question, uh, if you guys want to send in questions to get equally good <laughs> answers for next week, it is top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel and John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Uh, P cross. I'm going to give it to Mortal Kombat 11. Nice. Uh, all right. If you are a, I don't know, $10 tier patron, we will be putting up the submission thread tomorrow, which will be Friday. Um, so go submit what game you want in the poll for the following week. I will also say, and I, I posted this on Twitter. After this month, when May's funding comes in or whatever, the funding we had at the beginning of next month, technically, um, TDP will be paid off. We are below $100 as of this recording, which is insane. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Thank you to all of our patrons. Um, or thank you for anyone who's shared this podcast and whatnot. I This podcast is like over nine years old, mm-hmm. and we paid it off in like a year and a half. In related news, oh, like next next month will indicate our last episode ever of TDP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that it's paid off, I can I can rest now. Yeah, I can finally I can, die. I'm finally free. Yeah. We're actually all ghosts. <laughs> We're just ghosts that had to do a podcast until we paid back exactly money to John. We're we're haunting John. And this is how he we he were freed 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so thank you for freeing us from <laughs> this earthly realm. Um, uh, and get ready for the, the final episode next month. No, it's not true. <laughs> but yeah, just big thank you to everybody. Yeah. So that's, that's super cool. Um, and we'll be back next week. So we'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.